Today, I want to talk to you violent faith. There's an aspect in faith that does not act. God bless you. You live long. Manchester forever. United. It's called the team. The team. Hallelujah. I believe even Jesus supports the team. It's the lost team. The other blue boys. They are lost forever. Oh, hallelujah. You know, religion makes Christianity so hard. How can you be talking about Manchester like this when we are serious? Jesus wants you to be happy. Depression. You ask the doc, ask doctor. You know medication. You have no idea the kinds of medication people are taking for depression. As long as it's not a sin, if it can bring happiness to you, God approves of it. Stop being too serious. Amen. Amen. We are going to be serious in prayer. As for that one, we will. <laughs> Amen. Violent faith. Are you there? Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17. If I can get a designated reader, don't, don't, don't run on. I need, I need a soft touch. Zechariah chapter 1. Please, those of you who are not uh, Ghanaians, permit me, forgive me for singing too much of my songs, you know, language songs and all of that stuff. I forgive me. Zechariah chapter 1. Hallelujah. Verse 17. As the song says, Jeremy Wakwan Nami Fasu Nami Nantuan Quarry Missy Jeremy Wakwan Nami Fasu Nami Nantuan Quarry seventeen. Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17. Mm. I read from the New King James Version. Uh -huh. Again, proclaim saying. I, I like, who has the King James Version? The Kojovi. The Kojovi. I like the Kojovi version. The KJV. I like it. I like it. KJV. That's New King James. New King James. Yes. Yes. Cry out! 
again. Cry out again. That is what I want to hear. Cry out again. We are in the dispensation. God wants to do something. But God is looking for those who can cry. He's not looking for, you know, sweet melody. That's good. But revival and the greatest move of God can only come by chief mourners. Criers are on demand. Cry out again. You may have cried before, but God is saying tonight, you will cry again. Now, when we talk cry again, it's not your sorrow expression, but we are talking about prayer. Am I talking to somebody? There is a dimension in prayer that it comes with no words. It only comes with tears, agony. It comes to the weariness of the soul and, and importunity. It comes with pressing through. It comes with crying, shedding of tears. Because in that dimension, God does things that last for centuries. You can check the history books. Every revival came because of cries. Cry out again. I don't know who cried before for you to be here. I know my mother cried for me to be here. I don't know who cried for you to be in existence. But God is saying it's your turn. Someone cried. Now it's time to cry again. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? I said someone cried. But now it's time for you to cry again. Because the greatest miracle is about to happen in your turn. Something glorious is about to happen in your time. Am I talking to somebody here? If you are the one shot, I believe. I believe. Say, cry out again. Cry out again. Uh-huh. That says a lot of hosts. Now, when we cry, we don't cry useless cries. He's showing you how to cry. He said, cry and say, that says the Lord. So your cry will put God's promises attached to it. Am I talking to somebody? The essence of prayer is to speak God's word. It's to give legs to what God has said. When we cry out, we declare, that say yes, the Lord. There is something God has said concerning you. There is something he has said concerning your family. There is something he has said concerning your uh, education, concerning your business, and concerning the conditions that surrounds your life. And today God is demanding you to cry out, to bring into remembrance what he has said. Listen, there are times uh, I look at certain people, certain caliber of people of faith, and how their attitude towards was prayer is and and how they esteem prayer and it makes me wonder at all if they decide to be in a place where they can have a lasting legacy in life I can tell you for sure prayer that kind of level of prayer that bears a lasting legacy for generations and transgenerations to benefit from does not come by negotiation and faith declarations it comes by crying with prophetic utterance. 
And then the people walk out, I receive it in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. That's good. But there's a realm you have to cry. And you have to then, then you decree and you declare. Until you have cried. You know, the enemy looks at whatever you see as passivity. She doesn't mean it. But there's a realm where you look at the devil eyeball to eyeball. Shoulder to shoulder. And you tell them, listen. This nonsense must stop. Yes. I declare to you, you will no longer yes. have a foot in my, in my territory. House, not, yeah. not an inch yeah. In, yeah. My, in my domicile. Da, 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 you you da, da, can't da. occupy any territory where mm. I am. The Bible says, and give him no room. And some of you, you have given the enemy duplex. Duplex, you have given him penthouses in your home, in your life, in your head. He has occupied place, but I declare wherever the enemy has taken any stronghold in your life by the power and authority of the living Christ, let the enemy pack up and leave now. I command any devil, any demon, any force of darkness, any powers from the kingdom of darkness that have militated their way into your life. I declare may they pack up and leave now. Somebody shall leave now. Jesus, leave now, Lord. Out of the way, Jesus. Some leave people, now. Leave about, now. Some people are cozy with the devil. Satan is killing you small with high blood pressure. And, and you have accepted it. Because taking medication has become a routine. You like it. It's like you like it. You are babying sickness. The devil is a liar. Any form of sickness and disease in your body, I command right now. Jesus. By divine authority. Jesus. I serve it an eviction notice. Jesus. It can no longer stay. Jesus. With immediate effect. Jesus. I command it out. Jesus out. Cry out. Say it. That says the, the Lord. Lord. Hear this. Hmm. Hmm. Huh? Continue. Yes. My cities. My cities. Not just city. Not just city. My cities. My cities. Uh -huh. Shall again. Shall again. Overflow. Overflow. With prosperity. With prosperity. And the Lord. And the Lord. Will again. Will again. Comfort Zion. Comfort Zion. And again. And again. Choose Jerusalem. I prophesy. That blessing you experienced before. It's coming again. That favor you had before. It's coming again. That promotion you had before. It's coming again. That miracle you had before. It's coming again. Somebody shout again. Again. From today, may you enter into the again realm of blessings. Ay, 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 ay. It means money will come again and again. Ay, 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 ay. I said promotion will come again and again. 
Oh, favor is about to rest on you again and again. God, I feel something here. Thank you, my helper. What you don't qualify for, get ready by the again blessing. You are about to qualify. What you don't have credentials for, get ready. You are about to have it. You are about to have clearance by God. In the name of Jesus Christ, the documents that they have refused to give you because of the again blessing, you are about to override refuser God is about to open the door again and again unto you somebody lift your hands and shout yes it is only God that can do it for you something is about to happen now listen, the mystery there is that it stands to reason that God visited them before. And during this time, it may not have been a time where the people presently hearing God's word know about the visitation. But God said, what I have done before, I'm the same God that took Moses and led my people out of Egypt. And show them forth by miracle signs and wonders. Huh? I crossed the Red Sea with them. They survived the plagues. They walked in the wilderness for years. Uh, can you imagine they walk and Bible says not they are closed they are closed they are closed never was started the shoes of their feet ah, yeah, 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 yeah. you want to talk about swag and Louis being fresh God kept them in the best outfits they ate the best food I hear in my spirit that someone's household is about to be visited the God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. The one that did it for Moses and the people of old is about to do it again. And this time your family is about to be at the end of the reception. Am I talking to somebody here? You are about to be at the end of reception. You are about to be the recipients of the breakthrough. Something miraculous, something greater. Get ready, shepherd house. God is about to visit you. By the again, somebody, if you believe, shout, I believe. Man of God, he said, Speak to Jerusalem, speak to Judah, speak to them that my city shall again spread through prosperity. I will again choose Jerusalem, I will again choose Judah. God is not confused. You see, the devil will make you think after your birth, your newborn experience, your born again experience, God has forgotten about you. The same grace <laughs> that shed his love abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost, he hasn't forgotten about you. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say yes, the Lord, thought of good and not of evil and to give you an expected end. If God called you into it, better believe that he's about to finish for he who has begun a good work in you he shall complete it unto the perfect am I talking to somebody here if you are the one shout I believe I don't care what the enemy
baby is whispering. Tell you you are finished. He will tell you, you there's no way you are going to make it. God never made a mistake. You are a deliberate counsel of Elohim. They sat down, three Godhead, and said, we want her. You were chosen. God never made a mistake. The enemy is telling you you cannot finish school. It's a lie from the pit of hell. The enemy is telling you where you are. You are too old to even enroll in school. It's a lie from the pit of hell. The enemy is telling you, you see how they bypassed you two years ago without promotion. It's about to happen again. But this time, not after camp. But, this time, but this time. I prophesied not after this night. Because you are about to enter into a different realm altogether. Is anybody hearing me in this place? If you are hearing me, shout, I hear you, I hear you. cities will spread. Uh -huh. mm. Watch this. And verse 18. Uh -huh. And I lift my eyes and saw. So now, watch this. After the promise came to the people. It sounds wonderful, doesn't it? A prophetic word of increase and prosperity. And as we have all once or twice received prophetic words, words of encouragement, we've read in the, promise, the Bible the promises of God. Something that entered our spirit, that resonates with us. And we get excited about God is getting ready to do something. God is about to lift me. God is about to favor me. Just as you are hearing this very night. Right after. Right after the prophetic word. Right after the encouraging word. Right after the words of exhortation. Bible said the prophet said. And I lifted my eyes. Watch this. Uh -huh. Watch this. Watch this. I and behold. And behold. Four horns. Four horns. And I said to the angel and who I said to the angel who talked with me who spoke to me and gave me the prophetic word of prosperity What are these What are these horns And when he said to me And he said to me These are the horns These are the horns that have scattered Judah That have scattered Judah Israel Israel and Jerusalem And Jerusalem then the Lord showed me Watch for... This. Watch uh, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, these are the horns that have scattered. He said, I lifted my eyes. I lifted... Listen, there is one thing you have to learn to do. After the prophetic promise of increase, you must stand in the pro I mean, prophetic realm and this position in spirit of lifting your eyes. Lifting your eyes is, syn is synonymous to watching over your prophetic word. Am I talking to somebody here? Lifting your eyes is synonymous to guarding that word that has come to you. You don't just receive prophetic words of increase and blessing and go to sleep. People receive prophetic words and they get excited. That's when they want to spread the news. Girl, guess what? Man of God prophesied to me today, boy. Ooh. Ooh. You should have been in church today. Ooh. He was on fire. Is it, isn't it funny that when you don't receive, when they don't receive a word, they don't think the man of God was on fire. 
When a man of God prophesied to someone else, they don't think he's on fire. But the day they prophesied to them, whoo, that man is anointed. I already knew he was anointed. <laughs> that is not the time to go and broadcast. One of the major problems of today, today's Christian is that we talk too much. We end up sharing our business with people who have no business hearing our business. We get too excited and emotional. You have to be driven by the spirit. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And the sons of God, there's one thing you have to practice. is discretion. You have to be discreet in the affairs of your life. It's not everything that goes in public ears. Because remember, the person you are telling and saying, don't tell anybody. They also tell somebody and tell them, don't tell anybody. Your best friend has a best friend. That is not you. You have to learn how to lift your head. Tell to anybody and tell them, lift your head. Lift your head. Don't bury your head. Don't go to sleep. Lift your head. Be aware. Of the circumstances of your life. He said, I lifted my eyes and I saw four homes. Then I asked the angel, What are what these? Are these? What he are said these? to me, What are these? I these asked are the, the angel, What are these? And he said to me, You have to be a Christian who always engages in spiritual affairs. What I mean is that you have to constantly talk to God, not only to tell him your problems, but also ask questions. What are these? What are these? What are these? My kids are misbehaving in school. What are these? I get a job. Within six months, I have to lose that job. What are these? A man proposes to me, says, I love you. You are an angel in my life. Let to, only to let me know with after three months, calling me the devil that ever never existed. What are these? What are these? You have plans of starting businesses. You have plans. You have, you have a vision written down. It looks nice. People who read say, oh, you are about to make it. But all of a sudden, something is resisting you. What are these? You have to learn how to ask questions. Don't walk around blindly. Talk to the older women in your family. Talk to older men in your family. There are mysteries in the bloodline that you come from. Until you ask questions, you will never know. What you will be, you have been. You think it's today, and I laugh. I see the young ladies today, slave queens, makeup, contour, perpendicular and parallel lines, eyelashes, lashes. They can lash you. Yes. Yeah, they will lash you. Eyelashes. What's that? Brazilian, Peruvian. Uh, Mongolian hair, natural hair, Remy. Oh. Oh, talk to a neighbor and tell him, I know things. I know things. I know things. 
I have a wife. I know things. Huh? Go and ask your grandmother. You think you are the only one wearing pumps? You think you, you are working at a red bottom and let them see my red? You are joking. Her time, her days, it was called guarantee. guarantee. It was guarantee. When they wear it, it means this one. They are guaranteed. You think you have arrived? Go and ask. And, and also sit them down and ask them, how come, grandma, when you got married, you had to end in divorce? How come mommy and all my aunties don't have husbands? How come is that all of us, we have to have two, three kids? Come on, come on. And with no ring on our finger, mm. what is going on? If you don't mm. learn to ask questions, you'll be victimized. And if you don't ask questions, you will not know. And what you don't know, you cannot overcome. Say it again. Say it again. It is only what you know that you will be able to overcome. And the, the sad aspect of what we are saying is that what you don't overcome, your children will live to fight. Someone say Tafiaqua. Say minus me. Minus me. I, prophesy. I prophesy. Your the mistakes you had to endure, the pain, suffering, the obstacles that you had to deal with. I declare your children will not repeat it. That is why we are here tonight. That's why we are here tonight. We are here to make sure that there is no evil repetition. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. We are here. He said, I lifted my eyes. And I asked the angel. And the angel said, these are the horns that have scattered. My God. That have scattered. That have scattered Judah, Jerusalem, and Israel. Now, these are prophetic people. These are covenant Carriers. When you talk about Jerusalem, you are talking about the city of God. So God's name is on them. When you talk about Israel, you are talking about Israel, which is fanatic. El, which is fanatic of God. And Israel means a people. A people in covenant with God. When you talk about Judah, you are talking about the one who carries a prophetic mandate for the lordship of Israel. For the Bible says in Genesis 49, Jacob said, gather together ye sons of Jacob and I will tell you what shall be for you. And when he got to Je I mean, um, Judah, he said, Judah, thou art a lion's well, for the scepter shall not leave Judah, nor Lord give up between his feet until Shiloh come and to him shall the gathering of the people be. He said, Judah, the scepter, the scepter, the symbol of authority, it will not leave you. It will stay with you until Shiloh comes. Shiloh is a prophetic um, name for Jesus Christ. So Judah, you are going to conceal, you are going to conceive and conceal divine mystery until time appointed. So everybody else around you, especially Joseph, isn't it funny how Joseph received the promise? And, and I know the devil was excited. I know who he's going to be. I'm going to kill him now. And Joseph was the one that is blessed, favored. Huh? And, and, and he looked like Judah didn't have a very important role. But Judah had the destiny of the people in his hands. 
Judah was a carrier of destiny. Genesis 38, Bible says, a man by the name Judah rose up, gave birth to children, sons, and the, son, the older son married a woman called Tamar. And, and, and the, that young man uh, uh, was in marriage, covenant, and went to bed with a wife. And instead of, after praise and worship, uh, instead of giving the offering to the woman, she, he decided to take the offering and throw it on the ground. And God said, that act is wickedness. And he smote him and killed him. And gave the second child to Tamar again. And the second born also died in the hands of that woman. So Judah said, no more. I will never give my sons to you. So the youngest son called Sheila got older, old enough at the age I believe the age of 18 and it was time for him to be given to Tamar because custom required if you married a woman, whatever and if you die, you, whoever is your brother must succeed you and this time around Tamar watched the things that were going on and she thought to herself, I am being deprived, I'm being denied. This is in pure injustice. Something is being done to me and I need to do something. So Bible says, Tamar disguised herself as a harlot and went by the wayside to sit somewhere. Judah passes to go to mind his business and one day Judah was passing by and thought Tamar was a harlot, a prostitute and went and slept with her and after the business, the transaction, Tamar said to Judah, where is my money? And Judah said, I don't have money with me right now but guess what? You can hold my scepter. You can hold hold my staff. You can hold my bracelet. You can hold my ring. A prophecy had been given to him that the scepter should never leave his hands. That the authority should never leave his hands. But because of negligence and reckless living he abandoned his prophetic destiny and relinquished that divine authority into the hands of this woman. Listen, the scepter represented authority, bracelet, identity, and the signal the power and the Bible says when those three things came in the hands of Tamar she kept it went home and the next day Judah sent brought a goat to redeem his belongings but spiritually the exchange had already taken place someone with such a prophetic destiny how can you live this kind of reckless life. There are many of you, you carry prophetic destinies and yet you are living recklessly. What is important in your life? Young women, you are able to freely let go without a second thought. And some of you, out of ignorance, you have relinquished your authority in the hands of the enemy. But I came to prophesy to somebody Whatever belongs to you that has ended in the wrong hands. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said it's coming back to you. Amen. You didn't hear what I said. I said it's coming back to you. Amen. So now because of this act. The enemy had advantage of them. Over them. And Bible says that the enemy set up horns. Someone shout horns. Now horns represents is a symbol of power and authority. Any animal that has horns is a very powerful animal. 
And the Bible says that the devil erected horns. In other words, demonic authority to scatter them. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. One of the strategies of the enemy when he wants to prevail over you is that he scatters you. He will scatter you. You, you, you will realize that your bed is in Chantilly and, and your utensils are in Richmond. Uh, am I talking to somebody here? And, and, and your car is in your sister's house. You are scattered and you are sleeping somewhere else. It's a sign that you are scattered. Scattered all over. You work so hard. You are not able to keep anything for yourself. You are scattered. You are living with your spouse as if you are roommates. You don't talk. You are scattered. Or the Americans will say you are scattered. Scattered. Completely scattered. He said these are the horns. These are the evil authorities doing this kind of injustice to his people. Watch this. Watch this. He said and then what? He said I lifted and I asked the angel. He said what are these? He said, these are the horns that have scattered that no one, I like that part. I want you to hear it. Because when we get into prayer, I don't want you to just be screaming. You have to have that in mind. Am I talking to somebody here? You have to have that in your spirit. When we begin to engage, Bible says, contend for the faith. Am I talking to somebody? Which was once given to the, thank you. Which was once given, there is a faith. Listen. The apostles, I'm going to, before that, somebody read for me. I want to show you something. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 30. A place that people suddenly read. 30 to 33. Because there's this grace teaching that says that it's not necessary for us to do warfare prayers. I want to show you something. There's a side of it. Hebrews 11, verse 30. Are you there? Read. But since the walls of Jericho fell down, uh -huh. they were encircled for seven days. Uh-huh. Okay, go on, continue. And what, more and what more shall I say? For the time would fail you to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, uh -huh. also of David and Samuel and uh -huh. the prophets. Uh -huh. Continue. Who through faith? Who through faith? Subdued kingdoms. They subdued kingdoms. What righteousness? You don't subdue kingdoms with negotiations and faith talking. Uh, yes, uh, the, you know, you know. I like this. Can I pay for this? Can you please, devil? Can you please let go of my body? Satan, can you please let go of my peace of mind? No, no, no. You subdue kingdoms by violence. Mm. Who through faith subdue kingdoms? Uh huh. Work righteousness. Work righteousness. Obtains promises. Obtain promises. Stops the mouth of lions. Stop the. Do you, does it look like you can stop the mouth of lions? Huh? Imagine playing keyboard. Lion, please come. <laughs> huh? Stop the mouth of lions. Uh huh. Quench the violence of fire. They quench the violence. Did you hear that? They quench the violence of fire. Uh huh. Escape the edge of the sword. They escape the edge of the sword. Uh huh. Out of weakness were made strong. Out of weakness were made strong. Listen, life is not a fanfare. Life is a warfare. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. He says, For we he says that the weapons of our warfare. He said, Though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not come up, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. Life is war. Life is war. 
until you subject yourself to this reality. I didn't write the Bible. You are not going anywhere. You can live a minimal life. That's up to you. But those of us who are created to live the superior life, we are going to contend for it. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Yeah. These are the fate of the apostles. These are the fate of those people. They gave up their lives. Peter was crucified upside down. They fought battles. You know, Jesus walked with Peter for 30, uh, three years. Uh, three years. And he didn't know the guy had a knife. He knew. He didn't know he had a knife. Until they were coming for him, he drew the sword. Jesus, hey! <laughs> Cut the ear and say, hey! So this is what you have in you. Put the thing down. We are, we are now on that type of time right now. Put it down. But they understood something. Am I talking to somebody here? Do you think we are here by chance? After the first century church, do you know what it took for the church to survive? Have you heard about the crusaders? They fought physically just to maintain Christianity. And God endorsed them. Jeremiah, I beg your pardon. Is it Nehemiah? Nehemiah. Nehemiah. He was building the walls and he had one sword in hand. Sword. Build the plastering wall. Sword in a sheep. Sword it up. We, we are not fighting physically. But today, the weapons of warfare, Bible said they are not canna. But we are still in warfare. Am I talking to somebody here? We are still in warfare. And the Bible says that, what? They subdue faith. And all of these people, valiant men. And they war violently. There is a side of faith that it's not, it's not for the, those who are sober in spirit. You just want to come, hallelujah. No, no, no. Tonight, we are going to pray some dangerous prayers. I don't like the way you're acting. Your, your attitude sounds like you are scared. We are going to pray some dangerous prayers because there are certain homes that have scattered us. It is not beyond a sco the scope of reality for shepherd house to sit 20,000 people. No, no, no. It's not beyond us. But you have to understand, there are homes where we reside. When you go to sleep and you say, Lord, I commit my spirit and body into you. Hallelujah, Jesus. They put your head down. Someone in your city has crossed their legs like this. And they are like this. Nari, Ramba, Shanda, Kanda. From midnight to 6 a.m. You, you are sleeping and yawning. The person that cuts your check at work do you know what society they belong to? Do you know why? Some of you, they pay you all the amount they pay you. And still you have to borrow. It's because that money is not meant for your hands. There is a spirit backing that money. And that spirit is on assignment to scatter you. But tonight. Oh, I said but tonight. Oh, somebody, I said but tonight. Anything that has scattered you shall be scattered. Amen. Watch this. Uh -huh. Watch this. We are going to pray. Watch this. Uh -huh. Me. Yes. Then the Lord showed me. Then the Lord showed me. Then For the Lord showed me. Then the Lord showed me. Every evil image the devil has given you, God will give you another better image. Amen. 
Oh, am I talking to somebody? I say any evil image Satan has showed you in life, image of poverty, image of struggling, after tonight, God will give you a better image. There is a better image of you. There is a better image of a healthy person. A better image of a prosperous, victorious person. A person living in joy. A person living in peace. Am I talking to somebody? There's a better image of a millionaire in you. Am I talking to somebody here? If you are the one said, I believe it. That image will come out from tonight. Huh? Watch. Then the Lord showed me. Huh? Four craftsmen. Four craftsmen. And I said. And I said. What are these coming to do? What are these coming to do? Watch this. Huh? He said. He said. These are the horns that scattered Judah. These are the horns that scattered Judah. Huh? So that no one can, no one raise his head. So that no one is able to raise their heads. And these have come. And these craftsmen have come. And these have come. And these have come. To terrify them. To terrify them. To cast down the horns of the nations. To cast down the horns of the nations. Who lifted up. Who lifted up. Their horns against the land of Judah. Their horns against what? To scatter it. He said, God said, these are the craftsmen. Though the horn is against you. Though it's true, your family background, the whole family is subject to a particular pattern. And there is a, a curse that is so obvious. Am I talking to somebody here? Listen, I know a young lady. If you see her, you know that God is truly a creator. You want to talk about beauty? You want to talk about if, 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 I don't want to say some things. She, she is she is everything a man may want and need. You want to talk about dressing? Money? She doesn't wear palace and gap and old navy. No H&M. It's Gucci Louis. Huh? You know, some of you, yours is MK and it's not Michael Kors. That one is Mami Kunedu. Mami Kunedu. Huh? You, you want to talk about red bottoms? She has it. Money, she has it. She drives the latest Mercedes. You want to talk about uh, uh, Louis Vuitton. Not, not Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Louis, Louis, Louis. She has what it takes to be a wife. But yet still, Nobody is looking for her. In fact, the last relationship she was in, she held the ring for almost four years in engagement. She became the Lord of the Rings. Four years. Walking around. Four years. She's a good keeper of rings. Nobody is checking for her. Education, degrees, she has more degrees than the thermostat on the wall. Degrees. She has, she has what it takes in life. But nobody is even asking her if she's for free or for sale. Because there is something that has been placed on her family to scatter her life. Her sister came out. 
young sister, I see her sister. Every time I see her little sister, younger sister, I laugh. I said, you, you will find some prayer meeting like Shepherd's house and this robot come to come and pray. You, you want to contour and hard makeup and shine in your face and, and selfies and, and, you know, every hashtag, I'm late, I'm late. You will be late till you, you burn in ashes. Nothing will happen. Listen to me, child of God. Listen, I'm saying these things to provoke your spirit to pray. Because there is a better future God has for you. But something is scattering your life. You can pretend all you want. Some people are bad. They are, their mortgages are overdue. But six months, they, they are ready to foreclose their properties. But when they come, every time God is in me, every, every time I turn around, God keeps blessing. You can, you can say all of these things, but there is that which must be done, the necessary thing that must be done to ensure that indeed what God has said you are, you will be. Am I talking to somebody? There is something that must be done to ensure that you don't repeat the negative pattern of your uncle. Guess what? If your grandfather used to drink, your father drinks, it's only a matter of time that you drink. Are no born again Christians huh? that speak in tongues, but they, they Johnny Walker, eh? they, they have drunk Johnny Walker, Nandia Johnny Walker. They walk like Johnny Walker. Drunk, he speak in tongues. Say a little wine for your stomach pain, and they will quote scripture. You think, you think no, it's fine. You know, it is the devil that is making sure what he placed in your forefathers is still working with you. You are married, but every time you see a young lady. It's like something rises in you. You'll be vibrating. Vibrating. You misbehave. You don't know what has happened. You yourself, you know that no, this is not right. But something is pushing you. It's because there is a horn in your family. You're a married woman. Every time you go around, a man says, you are beautiful. <laughs> you want to hide your ring. Because... Because your husband does not compliment you like that. And you think it's good that others are speaking like that to you. There is a horn that is ready to scatter you. Is anybody hearing me tonight? You see that the thing that you did when you were at a particular age, that your daughter, a teenager, is mimicking that same thing. And you don't know what to do. It's a family, a young lady comes from this family. Her mother got pregnant at the age of 16. Her sister, she has four siblings, four other sisters. They also got pregnant at that age. She got pregnant at that age. The sad thing is that her mother has all the siblings, about two of them have the same father. Others, different fathers. Her sisters, the same. Three children, different fathers. Two different fathers. One different father. She has a child. She has two. As a matter of fact, her own is even dangerous because she had a child at the age of 15. And her firstborn is in Africa now. And now she has a second. Different fathers. When you come from a family like this, you cannot control it. You, you, it's not something you say, 
oh, willpower will overcome. No. It takes violent faith. Someone shout violent faith. Rise up to your feet. I don't know what is contended against your life. Please, whatever will stop you from praying, you have to surrender it. Because tonight we are going to pray. Watch this. It says, these are the craftsmen that have come to scatter the homes. Some battles belongs to men. But other battles belong to God. He didn't say, I'm giving you power to scatter the horns. He said, these are the four craftsmen. In other words, I have sent help from above. Today, help has located you from above. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, help has located you from above. Angels are released to ensure your deliverance. Oh, yes. Lift it up. Lift up your hands. 